0: Hello, all you Reinventors. This is Leslie Jane Seymour, and I am the founder of this podcast and of cubbyclub.com. And I am here every week to show you new ways to reinvent yourself, large or small, and to talk to real women who have done it so that you have the tips and tricks and the confidence to know how you might get this done. Remember, reinvention is not for the faint of heart. It is tough, but it can be done, and I hope by now you've listened to some of the hundreds of women and some men who we have talked to on this podcast who will give you that inspiration and show you, of course, it can be done. So I have someone wonderful for you today, and this is Allie. She is the founder and CEO of Veracity Self-Care. A next generation beauty and wellness brand empowering women to understand the connection between their skin and their broader health through at home testing and holistic data driven approach to skincare. Their products are at the forefront of clean performance, excluding all endocrine disruptors and safe for all life moments, including pregnancy and breastfeeding. Prior to Veracity, Allie was the CEO of the women's fashion brand Cynthia Rally, where she led the transformation to direct to consumer and more than doubled the business in two years. She has extensive experience in the beauty industry through her time at Estee Lauder's Best Brands. She has also a broad consumer experience through her time as an investor at El Cateron. She holds a BS in finance and foreign affairs from the University of Virginia and an MBA with high distinction from Harvard Business School. Another Covey Club underachiever. Here we are. Here's the wonderful Allie. Thank you. Thank you, Allie, for joining the podcast. We're psyched to have you here.
1: I'm so happy to be here, Leslie.
0: So let's start with your personal reinvention. I always like um to understand the kind of personality um that we're dealing with and um so that you can you know who's li- everybody who's listening can understand as well. You've had a couple of personal reinventions, right? Yeah, quite a few. <laughs> so start maybe um, with your yeah, start with your career reinvention and then talk about um your personal after.
1: Yeah. So my first reinvention, I would say, is shifting from the world of finance to the world of of brands and and marketing. I was coming out of college, uh, was, you know, very type A and just sort of got thrown into the track if, uh, of if if you uh, want to be successful, this is what you should do. And so I found myself in the world of finance and um, and was fine, you know, was, was successful there, but didn't love it and looked at my bosses and was like, eh, I don't really want their lives. And so that was sort of my first reinvention where I was kind of very honest with myself of not just continuing on the, you know, the rat race or climbing the ladder just to climb the ladder, but really thinking about like, what do I want? What am I good at? And how can I put myself in a role where like, I'm going to be the best at something.
0: So how did you make that first transition?
1: Uh, well, I was lucky enough that I, within finance, I did find my way to working in uh, consumer um Re- investing so i was investing in consumer based businesses and i was getting to interact with early stage companies across um, beauty fashion retail consumer health and and that's where i i envisioned myself being that that ceo or that you know leader on the other side of the table um, and knew if I was going to go there, I needed some new skills that were going to help me make that transition. So I decided at that point to go to business school and, you know, start broadening my skill set.
0: And so, what did you come out and do? What did you switch into?
1: Yeah. so uh, I went to Harvard for business school. and literally when I was there, I wasn't sure. So I just, Uh, I started working for a ton of companies for free, because I just wanted experience and I wanted exposure and I wanted to see like what I actually was interested in. Uh, So I interned for Glossier in the earliest days for Alice and Olivia, um, and really got some interesting experiences under my belt. And then when I graduated from HBS, I went to work for Estee Lauder companies. Aha.
0: And what did you do at Lauder?
1: I worked for three of their big brands. I worked for La Mer, Clinique, and Origins while I was there. I did digital marketing, e-commerce, product marketing, and global marketing and strategy.
0: And so let's talk about how that led you. And you had a personal um, issue that led you to do Veracity, correct?
1: Yeah. Well, before that, uh, I, I had a great experience at Lauder. It's a lovely company and it really did help me learn the ins and outs of, uh, of these super successful global brands. But I, realized there too, that the pace wasn't necessarily what suited me and my personality. I, uh, again, am ambitious, not overly so, but I just, it was very hard being in a role in a situation where you felt if you worked hard, you still didn't know what the rewards were and on what timeline. Uh, And that's just sort of how it can be at a big company. And so at that point I uh, started, you know, putting feelers out to my network and had the uh, great opportunity to meet Cynthia Raleigh, the fashion designer. And so at that point, I, I left Essay Lauder and joined uh, Cynthia Raleigh as uh, president and then CEO.
0: Wow. Awesome. So you went from finance to beauty to fashion. And what were the differences there? Yeah. Was it Were you able to apply a lot of what you knew? Was it completely different?
1: No, I think it's funny. I think the the old school way of the world is very much like you get, you you grow up in an industry and you stay in an industry. And what you see a lot more is people moving uh, because you're really like selling uh, Le Mer and selling Cynthia Raleigh. A lot of times you're selling to the same type of person. There are slightly different tactics, uh, you know, when you're selling apparel or dealing with the operational part of it that can be different for sure, but that's kind of the easy stuff to learn. What's the harder stuff is like, how do you, how do you build a brand? How do you think about, um, you know, successful channels and such? And so I thought it was actually really valuable to me to not just be sort of uh, tunnel vision into like, this is how you build a beauty brand, but like having these different uh, experiences um, has allowed me, to, has helped me with my brand today. So
0: what was the origin of veracity?
1: Yeah. So actually starting when I was in business school, I broke out into this eczema like dry skin on my face uh, and was super concerned about it. So I saw a dermatologist. They assured me it was, you know, no big deal. Something was just irritating my skin and it would resolve itself. Uh well, it didn't. And I an- ended up dealing with this issue on and off for for years. Um Separately, when I was at Cynthia Rally, I was, you know, finally at a place in my career where my husband and I uh, felt we were ready to start our family. So we started trying um, and ended up going through a pretty crazy infertility journey where I had uh, an ectopic pregnancy, multiple miscarriages, um, and found myself in an IVF clinic getting my hormones tested. Uh, And through that experience learned, I have a hormonal imbalance called Hashimoto's. It's a form of hypothyroidism. Uh, I didn't even know what a thyroid hormone was, like a lot of people, but it actually affects 50% of all women. Um, And this hormonal imbalance was the thing uh, causing my infertility, as well as um, the same underlying root cause of my skin problems. And so for me, it was like an aha moment through my own health journey where I was like, wow, what is being done in the worlds of beauty and wellness today is not actually connected to your underlying health. And I feel like there's a way we can do better and bring your real health to, uh, you know, getting you more results from a beauty perspective, but also giving you that important window into your overall health.
0: So talk a little bit about what that that is, because it's kind of different. I mean, I don't think I've heard of anybody doing it this way.
1: Yeah. So uh, we started with the basics of like what actually drives uh, these symptoms that they're experiencing, that people experience, whether it's eczema, acne, uh, dry skin, uh, hyperpigmentation, melasma, hair falling out. Weight gain, etc. Like, what is biologically driving that? Um, I founded the company with a uh, a whole health medical team, so it's it's really a three hundred and sixty approach. A, a, we call it a functional approach. Um, we have a dermatologist, an OBGYN, an endocrinologist, a functional medicine doctor, and a nutritionist. Uh, and we look to what drives all of these factors, uh, which are hormones. So hormones are the number one cause of of skin, hair, and other aesthetic issues, and they drive every major Function in your body, control every organ. Um, and so, what Veracity is, is really a platform, a beauty and wellness platform um, to know and treat your hormones right. So, on the no side, uh, we have an at home hormone test. Uh, It's a super easy saliva test. You spit in a tube and you get your actual hormone levels. You get to understand like what they're doing to your your skin and your overall health and and get some recommendations to help treat those underlying imbalances. And on the treating your hormones right side, uh, we have a line of skincare and supplements um, that are all... uh, uh, verified hormonally clean, so that means free of all known or potential endocrine disrupting chemicals, um, and designed to uh, to specifically, uh, you know, rebalance or or help tackle the imbalances related to what's going on internally. And how
0: does that work with aging skin, then?
1: Yeah, so we've had uh, well, aging skin. So some people I think think they're doomed with aging skin, right? You're like, oh, it's just like uh, written in the in the law, and that's not true. A lot of accelerated aging is due to hormonal imbalances and hormonal disruptors in our environment. Uh, it's the reason you see the average age of menopause falling. Uh, now it's fifty one, but it had been higher. Um, and uh, and so you see this through uh, different patterns of either estrogen dominance, lack of progesterone, lack of testosterone. Uh, So it's a really great tool to be able to test your hormones early and often when you start to notice these imbalances and then you could take actions that are actually going to help reverse and also further prevent sort of acceleration of aging. Um, and so that's through lifestyle choices, things you eat, choices you make on an exercise routine, et cetera, as well as the products that you put on your face using products that are proven effective. Uh, 85% of, um, Uh, We've run clinical tests on our products and 85% of people notice a difference within two weeks, um, but that are also truly hormonally safe. So not going to further disrupt your hormones and further, uh, you know, accelerate the aging process.
0: And is it strictly um, uh, on the skin or are you doing anything um, internally?
1: Yeah. Well, we have our supplements, which help to kickstart and treat those underlying, you know, imbalances. Like we're big believers in a, there are no quick fixes. Like that is just marketing gimmicks that are being like, you know, shown to you. Uh, but, um, but you're going to get the best long-term results is if you're, you're, if you are healthier and more balanced, you are going to look and feel better. Um, so our, our supplements, we have, We have a biovolve, uh, the biovolve is our uh, word for sort of your fundamentals for hormonal health. We have a multivitamin and a probiotic, which are essentials that everyone needs for balanced hormonal health. And then we have seven, seven different targeted supplements that you can take. Uh, according to either the symptoms that you're experiencing or if you take the test and actually learn uh, what your specific imbalances are. Uh, and then our skincare really helps is designed to specifically treat those uh, hormonally driven uh, ailments. And all like as I mentioned, also be supportive of your overall health.
0: What about HRT? I mean, have any women taken your tests and then decided that that, you know, the best solution would be Working with their OBGYN to decide whether they go on HRT. And does that change things?
1: Yeah. So people do both, actually, which I love because veracity is not about not using the tools of modern medicine, but it's not about, it's about understanding where you are and actually treating the root causes. So you're not as a person. We've heard so many stories from our customers where. Whether it's uh, earlier in your life and uh, birth control or later in your life and HRT, uh, women will go to their doctors. They'll have what you think is a super personalized experience by talking to a human face-to-face but they go in explain some of the things that they're um, experiencing whether it's you know acne or dry skin or vaginal dryness or hot flashes etc and they don't really feel listened to instead they feel like they're just prescribed a pill and they feel like they have to be on this pill forever um so what what we try to do, uh, on our platform is give people the knowledge that they need to make the best decisions for themselves. And sometimes that is HRT because there's really powerful benefits. Um, you know, the lack of estrogen is, is real. I've, I've actually myself experienced, um, low estrogen that was part of my infertility journey because thyroid hormone um, helps support healthy estrogen levels Uh, so it is totally necessary but it shouldn't be the default and you should be able to take hrt and also start to make lifestyle changes that are going to naturally boost your estrogen or testosterone levels so that it's not only like covering up symptoms which is what sort of hormonal therapy or a birth control pill will do
0: Right. And we and it seems like if you're in the functional medicine space, if you have somebody in functional medicine, I mean, that's the whole point, which is stop treating just the symptoms go to what the heck is actually happening and why it's happening. Correct.
1: Exactly, exactly. It's like if you if you don't ever get to the root cause, you're just going to constantly have to be on a pill or using, you know, 15 different products and and so it's really about understanding um what those imbalances are and treating them. And the cool thing that I love talking about is people don't realize that All of these things are connected. So you may be experiencing dry skin and then separately, you know, you're experiencing some sort of like mental sluggishness, right? That is driven by the same underlying imbalances. So by treating these root causes, you get to reap the benefits in multiple areas of your life.
0: So how, when I go onto your site, how am I doing that? Am I dealing with the doctors directly or how am I doing that? How is that experience different?
1: Yeah, so we're trying to bring a functional medicine approach to more people earlier on in the journey uh, through the way that you care for yourself every day, which is obviously through through your skin and other, you know, aesthetic concerns. Um, and so we're not, we actually partner with a lot of doctors and we don't want to replace physicians, but we're meant to, uh, be like kind of the first stop in the journey and also to help empower people have better, healthier relationships with their physicians. Uh, so it's really great to test your hormones. If you're kind of just feeling that something is off, maybe you're not sure you really want to optimize your health or you've been through the ringer and, um, you know, with a Different physicians and you feel like you're not really getting answers. We have found that many of our customers, once they actually get at their levels and get the knowledge associated with what that means, then they're better able to go and have more productive conversations with their care providers and get more sort of personalized attention. So a couple of stories that like I love to share. Um we've had several uh customers come to us with signs of PCOS and then take their results to their OBGYN and uh-huh. speed up speed up what is typically a nine year diagnosis period. It takes on average, it takes people nine years to get diagnosed with PCOS crazy, and take crazy. that, you know, d- take that to a couple of months. Like that's huge. Uh, and then another one I love to share is we have, um, we've had a customer shared with us that she was, uh, seeing a psychiatrist for anxiety, which a lot of people are, uh, nice. and sh- and shared her veracity hormone results with her psychiatrist and they actually adjusted her medication. So it's just really powerful to be able to, uh, come to your your care um as a more knowledgeable you know person and and um and and really you know helping to advocate for yourself
0: now obviously you have to get blood tests in there because the spit test is not as good as a blood test is that correct or no
1: uh, they're for different things. So a spit test is going to measure your bioavailable hormones, which are the hormones that are actually going to be available for things like healthy skin, healthy hair, etc. So for the purposes where we're most focused on, it's absolutely what you should be testing. If you are looking to bigger imbalances, you can- unfortunately you can't test every hormone through saliva, and then you should also be finding what like the blood, you know, the blood serum is. Is. Um, but I do advocate that, um, if you're, if you're actually looking to diagnose diseases, it is much better to go get a real blood draw than to try to do like a at home, um, sort of like finger prick test, um, because it is much more accurate to have that like full serum reading for sure.
0: Right. Yeah. Like I was really surprised when they finally did all my hormone stuff. I was like, oh yeah, that explains a lot.
1: <laughs> no, but it's so empowering. Yeah. And and yes. the cool thing about hormones, unlike, you know, a DNA test, for example, it's not like a, a death sentence or something like you can actually make pretty impactful change on your hormonal health in a short period of time. And like, I have seen this personally, you know, since learning about my Hashimoto's understanding what that root cause is since then I've never had my skin issue again I'm now so blessed I have two crazy but two wonderful children um and You're I'm not even crazy on, yeah I mean <laughs> I have a two and a half year old and a and a one-year-old so my oh house my is God. Like really oh my bananas okay uh, <laughs> Um, and I'm, not, but I'm not even on thyroid medication anymore. And I get my hormones tested every three months. Um, oh, wow. and I test in normal levels. And so that's it's just really powerful what you and not every story is like that. I do want to say, like, some, you know, depending right. on where your body and your baseline is, it, it's, um, it's not a guarantee, but it is really powerful what you can do to rebalance yourself,
0: right? Fascinating. So if people are listening, what are the things that they could do if they're thinking they've got a better idea for a beauty product or a better idea for a fashion product, or they come out of finance. There are an awful lot of people I know trying to reinvent out of law and out of finance because they're just not that creative. Um, and you know, some people have kind of feel like they've really done it already. They've been there a long time. They've been successful but they're missing that exciting part of work. What would you yeah. suggest for them that, you know, they might look into how they might make those changes that that's kind of, you know, like what are the tactical things someone yeah. might do?
1: So I say first and foremost, don't be afraid to share ideas, whether it's an idea for a company, an idea for a job, etc. I think, especially as, as women, we tend to be, you tend to only want to share when it's like this finalized, beautiful, you know, picture kind of like Instagram. Um, but where I got the inspiration and really the like motivation and, and, uh, self-confidence to give up my, what I thought was my dream job at Cynthia Rally was I, uh, I, I literally went to a dinner party, uh, with, at a friend's house and had, shared that this kind of crazy idea I had for incorporating testing to understand, you know, what was happening in your skin and, and body in a more holistic way. And it was a totally unformed idea. Uh, but through that conversation, uh, my friend was like, this is actually so interesting. Let's talk about this more. And that person helped me to like more formulate the idea, like, and, and really give me the confidence to be like, actually, I can really create something here. So that would be one is just actually, you know, not being afraid to open your mouth and share crazy things. And, you know, you could do it with friends, acquaintances, et cetera. Um, the second I would say is, is just establishing a peer, uh, a practice of self-reflection so that you can really help to identify. I, I like to call it what brings you joy, uh, unlike yes. passion, unlike passion. Yes. So joy is that just like natural like child like you know excitement about something and we all have it and you see it but like we move so fast through life that we like don't even observe it in ourselves so even if you hate your job there's most likely like some small part of it that gives you some joy and it could be you know talking to a new client or it could be um you know I'm just making stuff up. It could be doing a ton of research on a new topic or something. Uh, even if you don't love that topic, you love, you know, diving into something new and you could start to like establish these common threads and then, and then use that as a baseline for like, this is the, the, uh, this is the building blocks of what I need to do next. Cause that's, I'm going to be better, um, and more excited about my, my work in life. If I have those elements involved, um, and then I guess my last uh, tip or consideration is just knowing what your your both like family needs are and your like literal physical body needs are at a given point in time. Um, because while we all have, or well, while it's great to have like grand ambitions about things. I think it's also totally okay to, understand that you are a person in a physical body that has different needs and like whether it's hunger or sleep or financial security etc and and not being ashamed to like consider that whole picture uh and make your choices accordingly and i i like saying this cuz i don't think enough people say this but i feel really really lucky that I had the family stability to allow me to go out and like give up a career and try, um, you know, try to create something new, exciting, big and different. Um, but I'm only able to do that because I have support um, from my husband um, and amazing childcare uh, that, you know, give me the, the um, ability to do that.
0: Yeah, I think this idea of killing yourself I think that's gotten old after covid. Don't you?
1: I hope so. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you could still like I I don't want to I I think there's something for for you know, being ambitious and and giving it your all and and you have to you have to think and live and breathe something to to really be like the best at it. But it's, that's different than just putting yourself on like this crazy treadmill where you just like, don't sleep, don't take care of your physical needs and, and just deplete ourselves to the core.
0: Yes. Interesting. And what do you think this is? Because I hear it a lot and I see it a lot. Women are afraid to share their ideas They're, I think it's more yeah. that they're afraid somebody, if they put it out there, somebody else is going to take it. Or yeah. And I know that that is the opposite of what every big entrepreneur says, don't do that. You need to, you can't develop these things all by themselves and only you can bring something special to it. So you should feel confident like that. Do you have a sense of why women are afraid to share? Is it because we've been told there's only one seat at the table, so you're going to share with your competition and they're going to take it from you or what? what is that?
1: I think there's some element of that, but I also think it's just more of an expectation, like an, uh, an implied expectation that we feel like when we're sharing something, it needs to be perfect or near mm-hmm. perfect. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and that needs to go away. Uh, a hundred percent one. And well, I honestly learned this lesson, um, through working with Cynthia, uh, you know, she was obviously an entrepreneur herself. And I remember, uh, talking about this at one point with her, because a ton of people have copied her in various ways. Yes. And and I was like, are you, you know, were you ever afraid of that? How do you think about that? She was like, no, if you um, have belief in yourself, you should know you're going to do it better and faster. And so you don't need to be afraid of someone, you know, stealing your idea, etc. So, um, so I hope that if nothing else, like as just at least talking about it gives people the, you know, courage to just share and, and put things out into the world, um, without so much anxiety.
0: Interesting. Well, thank you so much for this wonderful conversation. Where can people find you and find your products?
1: Of course. So you can find us on veracityselfcare.com. Uh, we're also uh, at veracityselfcare on Instagram. We're sold at Saks Fifth Avenue and owned a beauty. So wherever um, is best for you, we'd love if you come check us out.
0: And are you, um, are you out there by yourself on Instagram? Do you have an Instagram Oh yeah, handle?
1: I'm out, I'm out there. Yeah, I'm Allie B. Egan, um, B as a boy, uh, on Instagram. So, uh, I have a lot of pictures of, uh, of, of puppies and kids and, and, <laughs> okay. and beauty. So if you're interested in that thing and some running. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Good. Well, thank you so much, Allie. So
1: appreciate your
0: time with us.
1: Oh, this was so fun. Thank you so much for having me, Leslie.
0: Thank you all for joining this podcast. I hope that it was helpful for you. And I hope that you actually can figure out what your next reinvention is going to be and where it's going to lead you. I hope you have more confidence and I hope that you have some tips and tricks. Please follow us. And also share the podcast with people, you know, who are trying to reinvent themselves. And if you're serious about reinvention, mosey on over to CoveyClub.com, where you're going to find tons of downloads for yourself. You're going to find lists and tips and tricks and all kinds of things that you can use today to get yourself started. Because as I always say... There's no day like today to get started on what's next for you. And also leave us a review. If you like the podcast, it helps other women find us and other men find us and get the same help that you needed. Thank you for joining us. Take care.